Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Welcome to Growing in Grace. Hi, I'm Joel Brzezinski, and I've got my friend Mike Kapler along with me as we do every week here on Grace Walk Radio. You know, Peter talked about growing in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a lifetime thing. It's a, it's an ongoing thing. You know, you can learn new things. You experience new things. And even though we've been made righteous, we've been made holy, we've been sanctified, we've been set apart, we are pure, and, and all of this by the grace of God. And that's that's where our focus comes from. You know, there's a, a daily you know, living this out in, in our lives, Steve McVeigh would call it the grace walk. Some people have called it the exchange life. Some, you know, all kinds of different ways to talk about how we, you know, we can learn and grow in our understanding of of who God has made us to be and, and apply it to our lives. Well, Joel, uh, we, last week we uh, were talking about some of what you you were just mentioning a little bit. We we focused on um, the will of God in our lives. What is God's will for us, generally speaking? Um, and the fact that God cares for you, regardless of where you're at and what stage of life, uh, regardless of where your knowledge is as far as spiritual things and all of that, God cares for you. He loves you. He's not angry with you. He took his anger out upon his son, Jesus Christ, at the cross. And so when it comes to um, just wanting to, to be confident and, and at peace, when it comes to where you're at in life, you can know for sure that, that God is happy with your decision to call upon Christ and to trust in Him. And uh, we talked, you know, a lot about how people get so uh, concerned and, and caught up with wondering whether they're in God's will or not. I'm talking about Christian believers now. Um, when we kind of focused on some scriptures that talk more about, when it talks about, when the Bible talks about the will of God, uh, more times than not, it talks about God's will simply being. Well, we read that one verse in Colossians, Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's God's will for your life. It's no longer a mystery. That's That mystery has now been revealed. Here's God's will for your life, Christ in you. And so sometimes we can get so caught up with every little thing. Now, Joel, I don't know about you. Uh, maybe I should pray more, but there's a lot of stuff I do during the course of the day that I don't pray about and wonder if it's God's will for my life. Well, I even think, Cap, about just how I got... Just to the point in my life where I, I started understanding that, that that Christ was in me, and I look at some of the uh, some of the beginnings of Paul's epistles, some of his writings, um, the beginning of Colossians, the beginning of, of Galatians, and so many of these letters. He says it's from Paul, an apostle by the will of God. I mean, Paul was an apostle because it was God's will for him to be found in Jesus Christ and to give this message to the world. It's not like you know, and Paul came to that point in his life, not because he had prayed to come to know Jesus, but if you remember the story about Saul, you know, who Paul used to be known as, he was known as Saul, he was persecuting the church. He was going, he was killing, you know, having Christians killed, and God, in his grace, had, you know, gave Paul this transformation in his life that Paul never had prayed about and that Paul never would have expected because he was going totally the opposite way. He didn't want this Christ. And God did this work in his life. And so, we, we you know, and like you say, Cap, it's not that we shouldn't be praying, not that we can't pray, not that we can't seek God. 
for direction, for guidance, for help in our daily living, in our in whatever ministry He's called us to, or whatever. But there are so many things that God does just because He's God. Well, and absolutely. I mean, the Bible says, uh, "Pray without ceasing." Uh, we're not trying to downplay the importance of prayer. But I'm just focusing here on God's will for your life. There are so many things we think we need to pray about regarding God's will for our life. Well, we already talked about what God's will is, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Uh, I think we get so caught up sometimes with the little things. I know we touched on this last week. but And maybe I should pray about these things, Joel, but, you know, I don't, I don't pray about whether I'm going to stop at the grocery store today or not. If I feel like stopping at the store, I'm going to stop. And I'm not going to pray about which one. I'll go wherever, wherever I feel like. Maybe whichever place is closest. I don't know. Um, I'm not necessarily going to pray about which restaurant I go to today or whether I'm going to take the dog for a walk. or the, And the list goes on and on. That doesn't mean that there are things in my life that I'm not sure about that I want to seek the Lord's guidance on. But I'm just saying that there are times where you're not sure you you just you just can't seem to get an answer and you're getting all shook up and and losing your confidence in where you are in Christ because you're not sure what God's will for your life is and and I'm just here to tell you that there are times I believe where God is um maybe he is speaking to us and we're not listening that's possible all right but I also think there are times where God has given us an awful lot of freedom here even in this life uh, to make choices and decisions and and uh, he'll be there with you every step of the way no matter what decision it is that you make and if it's the wrong one I mean just flat out wrong God's going to get you back on track I believe that but there are just so many things it's funny Joel you know all the things I do in the course of a day that I don't pray about whether I should or not is up for debate and then if somebody were to come to me from the church and ask me if I'm interested in helping out with some project or another or the children's church or something like that what's my first reaction well let me pray about it all of a sudden I want to pray about something (laughs) instead of just saying sure I'll do it Um, it's just funny sometimes how we can be as Christians right that's true and you know one thing about uh, you know, about god's will for our lives and, and being confused or being you know not knowing what way to go not knowing should i take this job should i stay in the job i'm at should i should i should we have children should we you know whatever decision it is and you, and you just don't know what to do well one of the things that i've done in my life is to just stop trying to figure it out and just seek God. Instead of seeking God's will, seek God. I just want to know God, because as we were talking about, you know, the will of God for us is to be in Christ Jesus. And when Jesus prayed, you know, when Jesus was here on the earth and he prayed to the Father, he was praying about eternal life. He said, and Father, this is eternal life, that they know you and that they know the one you sent. That's what it's all about, and and it's all about knowing him. And in that knowing him and being in union with him, so much of this stuff will be worked out in ways that we never would have imagined. Instead of struggling and striving to try and figure out what God is saying to me, sometimes it's good to just let go. Just let go. You know, Jesus said, abide in me. If you abide in me and my words in you, you will bear fruit. He didn't say, if you struggle and strive to try and figure out what I'm saying, then you'll bear fruit. Then you'll figure out what you want to do. You know, God never, you know, God doesn't try to make us guess. It's, it's, it'd be like, it'd be like me saying to my kids, 
you know, this is what I want you to do. Now, you got to guess. you got to guess. <laughs> I'm going to give you some clues. you got to guess, though. And, and, and it's, it's, that'd be sick if I tried to make them struggle and strive to figure out what I wanted them to do, clean up your room or, or whatever. I'd say, kids, you know, clean up your room. I think God is like that in, in many ways. It just being in union with Him, instead of trying to, to struggle and strive so much. Having said that, I'm looking at Ephesians, Joel. Uh, Paul says, uh, In Him, in Christ, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of His grace, which He made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself. And then he, he goes on to talk some more about that. But um, are you in Christ? Have you called upon him in faith? Um, have you trusted in him? Then, uh, according to the scriptures that we've read here the last couple of weeks, you are in God's will. And isn't that reassuring? Doesn't that bring some comfort and peace to know, as a believer, just as a believer... I'm in God's will. Now, as you, what Joel was just talking about, along the way, God can lead, guide, direct. He can interact with us in fellowship. And, and you can walk in freedom and uh, just uh, the, the joy of the Lord. And uh, as, as, uh, as you move through your day, uh, today, tomorrow, next week, and, and next year, God is going to be with you every step of the way. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And as we said earlier, He's not mad at you. That's right. He's not mad at us. And and speaking of of um, thinking that God is mad at us, I was just now looking at uh, Philippians two twelve. It's it's another one of these verses that we sometimes, uh, I think, a lot of times is taken way, way, way out of context. It says, you know, uh, beloved or my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And, and we get so caught up on that, and we don't look at the next verse. We don't look at the whole context. I mean, for example, work out your own salvation. People think, I need to work in order to be saved. But even the rest of the chapter and leading up to that in, in Philippians 2.12 and in the whole rest of the New, New Covenant theology and doctrine, you don't work for your salvation uh, but really, this is you know your salvation. You are saved, and you know let let you know, you know the things that you do come out of that. And with in the fear and trembling part, of course, is with awe and reverence for God. But the, the kicker is verse thirteen. It says, "For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do for His good pleasure, or both to will and to act for His good pleasure." But you know the thing to focus on there. It is God who works in you, both. You know, to to will and to act for His good pleasure. It's not us. It's not like it's up to us. You know, working and striving to try to to try to work out this salvation. It's God working in us. It's God doing it because He loves us and because it's it's His pleasure to work through us. Well, that's really the key. And we have about a minute left, Joel. I, I think that we all. I'm. I am. I have got to work on this myself. I I get caught up sometimes wanting to do it on my own. I know my wife is that way. She, at home, she likes to do it herself. And I keep telling her, I says, you know, sometimes you got to show the kids what to do. I know it's easier just to go out and do it yourself, 
but sometimes you have to take the time and have the patience to allow others to learn how to do what you already know. And I think that um, in, in regards to, to me and, and even my wife and probably a lot of people listening right now, it's so easy to want to just get out there and, and go out there and do it instead of just allowing Christ to live through us. Oh, amen, Cap. Well, uh, this you know, talking about this stuff, it always it always gets me excited. Um, when I hear, uh, you, you just know the difference between when you're hearing um, musts, you know, you must do this versus you, you know, just just trust in God. You, you know the difference between legalistic type Christian teaching and the type of teaching that I believe Christ has 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 taught us. And that is abide in me. I, you know, I love you. I will work through you, and uh, it's it's my good pleasure to do this. Uh, well, we thank you for listening to Growing in Grace this week. We uh, we'd invite you to uh, to check out my website. It's called GraceRoots.org, GraceRoots.org, and uh, we actually have have done probably cap I think uh, over thirty of these shows together on Grace Walk on Grace Walk Radio and. Uh, one thing I've done on our on on the website is to post these shows on there too. So in case you want to, you know, hear more about what we're about, you can listen to those. I got them in Windows Media and also in uh, MP3, so you can download those and listen, you know, whenever you want to. Um, GraceRoots.org, and you can also get a hold of us through there. And I know Cap, along the, along with you, we're both thankful to be able to to take part in this weekly conversation on Grace Walk Radio. We hope you'll come back and visit us next week for Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.